Happy New Year's Eve or Happy New Year Day, depending on where you are. I think most of us here in the States, um, but Minu has already rung in the new year once, and I think she'll be doing it again with us. <laughs> Thanks for spending your New Year's Eve here to receive the fourth Pearl of Wisdom. Now we have Mary and Lisa. Hi, welcome. And Stephen, good to see everyone tonight. Hello. And I think we're ready, Minu. It is 5.30. Okay, here we go. Let's begin. So, you know, you think I have hardly slept? I think Mary Malloy has not slept at all. She's just completed her new year in Ireland, and there she is. Okay, so here we are, you know, for me, I'm in 2021, and I was just explaining to Catherine that it's a little bit like, uh, you know, the tributary of uh, of a river joins the ocean. You know, t today, 20, the 31st of December was a bit like that, where, you know, as the river joins the ocean, it looks as if there's a lot of murkiness in the water, but it's a silt of the river that's going in. So it's very rich in minerals and all sorts of really yummy stuff because by the time the river gets there, you know, there's so much filtering of that water that has already taken place that what comes into the ocean is, is something that the ocean is ready to receive. And even if it is any murkiness, the ocean just takes it in and then you're merged into this amazing set of uh, amazing current of the ocean itself. And you have the waves and, um, all of that starts to occur. So I've, uh, I'm here I am in Dubai, um, firmly stationed in the 2021 energies of flowing in flow. And um, many of you who are in the US, you're at that last stage. You know, I know that there are so many, so many of you here from the East Coast. So you're in that final, final bit. You can even feel the saltiness of the ocean and um, you know that you're being pulled even faster into the flowing energy. So it's, it's a great visual for me to even visualize that. Um, I mean, it's interesting. I can visualize it because um, when I moved, when I started my journey and moved to live in Perth, Australia, the first house that I took was a townhouse on the river. And it was at that point where that last stretch where the river joins the ocean. Um, so it's quite interesting how the current of the river, at least that's what I witness, just really increases as it gets. It becomes so, in, so intentional. It's like nothing can stop this river from merging with the ocean. Now, why am I even talking about that? You know, I was, Catherine and I was, was saying how amazing, how perfectly timed each of these pearl of wisdom has been. I mean, I've, I've got a list of these, these pearls of wisdom and I, I'm not necessarily connected to the date when it's, uh, it's, going, to be, it's going to come in. Uh, so it is amazing that the 31st first um, you know, coexistence is linked to harvesting the bounty. So here we are you know, on the, on this fourth pearl of wisdom, harvesting the bounty. 
I'm going to just use the seven-step approach to distill the wisdom that has come through about this and talk about it in that way. Um, and there's a request that has been made um, by Catherine on behalf of many of you, where, and it's a request of, for those of you who are still in the, on the 31st, for me to continue the work that we did yesterday with, uh, we did this morning for you, yesterday for us, um, where I chose a few people and I talked about the gift of 2020 that they are taking into 2021. So I'm gonna get st started with the seven steps of harvesting your bounty and then see how much time we have left after that to be able to do that. So request accepted, Catherine. Thank you. <laughs> okay, and yes, the, the back room is getting busy. So I'm gonna just leave you to work with that. So the first step of harvesting the bounty. The first step is, you know, it's the lay of the land step. So before you embark on the, on the harvesting a bounty, what's the first step is to understand what's the lay of the land? Where, where does this bounty, where is this bounty to be found? And in the lay of the land, you look at yourself, you know, what lies within you. You look at, um, you know, your relationships. You look at your social connections. You look at the experiences that you had. You look at the um, environment that you are in. You look at, and, the, and you know, in the environment, you're looking at not just the physical environment, you're absolutely the physical environment, but what you're also looking at is the cyberspace environment that you're in. There's so much bounty lies there. You know, and in your environment, there are many areas that are like functional that you use for operational purposes they also form a part of your environment. So, you know, when you look at the, when you'd really go for the lay of the land, look at it in, in great minute details. Look at the minutia. I've started using the full spectrum living lens, but I do any of this kind of work. And you know, even so, the full spectrum, uh, full spectrum living lens, is includes physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, and environmental. So lay of the land step. You know, you would look at the lay of the land in terms of your physical presence. You know, in terms of your mental, in your intellect, the mind stimulation. You look at what's there in terms of the lay of the land that exists. And always, always, always begin with you and come back to you. So the way, the way I work it is I look at within me, you know, what exists. And then I start looking at what's outside that is actually, you know, uh, uh, a contribution to me. So when I'm looking at but the mental space, I'm looking at what's going on outside. 
that contributes to me mentally in a positive way. In the, when you're doing the lay of the land, you're looking at positive and negative both. And you already know that in my world, there's nothing positive, there's nothing negative, there is only what is. So I'm saying this to you, look at positive and negative because so that you become all encompassing. Because the bottom line is we give the meaning of positive and negative. It is what it is. So rather than ignoring stuff, you know, my invitation is just look at it all. Then go into the emotional side. And look there within you, what's there? And then keep going all the way until you get to the environment part. It's very interesting that these pearls of wisdom, I mean, there's so much I can talk about bounty, so much I can talk about harvesting. And yet these pearls of wisdom have been, have been designed to be practically implemented in such a way that you get these steps and you can just go implement. And you can implement it easily. So the first step, lay of the land. The second step, is it's a step of recognition. So in the lay of the land, you are not, you're not discerning anything. You're literally just capturing what is. So it's an isness step. The second step where you go into the recognition, this is where you actually start rec recognizing what in your lay of the land you would classi classify as a contributor to your life. And what in your lay of land, you would actually uh, recognize as something that might have served you in the past, but it no longer serves. And what's just occupying space or what's just noise. So this step, I mean, it's, it's very interesting the nuance that spirit is wanting to bring in to each of these steps. This step, you do nothing but just recognize, you know, which you would, you would say is a contributor, which is a detract, which what has detracted you and what's just noise. And then you get to step number three. And here you're now zooming in. So it's literally like, you know, a big wide angle lens, the lay of the land. A little mini zoom in where you're doing the recognition. Now you're doing an even finer zoom in. And here you're focusing only on the contributors. And in these contributors, not all of them are bounty worthy. You know, some are great contributions and that's great. But from that contribution arises an experience or arises an impact, which is the bounty. 
some contributors will be bounty, which, which you will say, wow, this is a treasure that I can tap into anytime. So an example of a contributor when I did this work for myself was my ability to you know, travel, do long distance traveling, literally with ease, joy, and grace. And in the past, I wouldn't even have noticed it. I would have just taken it for granted. <clears throat> but having, having done this travel, it wasn't even a long distance travel. But even this little distance travel, when I've met a few people that have, that have also traveled into Dubai, and I'm hearing them talk about, you know, so much drama, trauma around this travel stuff. I mean, it does take some preparation. That's true, but there is no drama, trauma about it in me. I mean, I just, okay, this is how you travel now. And I get on with it. So I thought, oh, wow, that's a contribution, contributor to my life, but I have no fuss. So as a result, every journey becomes a journey of discovery. So the first piece is to recognize, for me to recognize that that is a contributor in my life. My ability to travel long distances with ease, joy, and grace. Now that, that was step number two, right? The step number one was lay of the land, you know, here I am. A few days ago, I was in Mumbai. Now here I am in Dubai, having quite a very, quite a different experience and quite a varied experience. You know, from a mental point of view, that was quite exciting. It was quite stimulating. Emotionally, it was uplifting to spend, to meet my sister again after a year. We met several times a year. And here we are meeting after a whole year. So all of that was there in the lay of the land when I did the zooming in and found the contributors. This was one of the contributors. And now I went into step number three to look at which of my contributors was bounty worthy. That was a contributor, my ability to travel long distances with ease, joy and grace. When I looked at the bounty, that, that, that contributor by itself, I wouldn't say it was bounty worthy. But the bounty that arises in, my, in me being able to, to do that is the bounty of, of being, being present and receiving um, you know, the miracles that are there every step of the way. So this ability enriches my treasure trove with miracles of that which makes my heart sing because I have all the time to observe, to be appreciative, to be in gratitude. And then I thought, realized, wow, so this being able to, this contributor expands my treasure trove with all of these things that I call as miracles that are making my heart sing. There was another bounty that arises from it. The bounty of experiencing how supported I am. You know, all the way from when you enter the airport and the check-in, um, you know, 
the man or the woman at the check-in counter. And everybody else that supports me to get all the way to the boarding gate and then the air hostess and the purses that are within, people that are, that are sitting next to me, other passengers. And the whole experience of getting to the other side, uh, wherever I'm going to and noticing all of these amazing people that are just there supporting. So that became another bounty. just from this one contributor. And then there was another one that emerged as a bounty from this one contributor. And it is, it is the fact that because I'm in the space of ease, joy and grace, I'm able to do beyond meditation, the human vibe attunement in my journey. So I don't even realize how long it is because when I do it there and, and you will all experience it whenever you start traveling, if you get into the human vibe attunement in your travels and you go into the 946 breath followed by the human vibe attunement chant, you can go into such a deep state of rest. And this deep state of rest is you coming home to the love that you are surrounded by experiencing, bathing in, basking in the vibration of love and amplifying that and noticing that holographically expand and cover such a large expanse of the planet. So I became present to that as a bounty. And then something else emerged. Now this is actually the next step, what I'm, what I'm now sharing, which is becoming present to the bountifulness of your bounty. So I'm now, so you know, using that same journey, you know, from the contributor of my e the ease with which. I do long distance travel to discovering which of those contributors were actually um, bounty worthy. And then in noticing the bounty that is arising from it, I start becoming present to the bountifulness of some of the bounty. And by noticing it, remember the moment you're noticing this, you are multiplying it. The universe is plugged into every sense, sensory organ. So where your attention goes, the universe shows up. Where your attention goes, your energy flows. And the flow of your energy is like a tug at the universe. And the universe comes along and it starts to multiply. So I got it that this bounty of being, having that time to experience the human vibe attunement for myself and go into the deep state of rest, I then started noticing the bountifulness of that bounty. Because what it does is it uplifts me to such a high vibrational frequency. 
and the universe multiplies that. And when the multiplier effect of the universe is applied, that further uplevels my vibrations. And I start noticing these various desires that I have wanted to manifest on the planet actually showing up. And then I go into like a rampage of gratitude, not because I'm going to make a list of that. It just happens. You know, it's just a spontaneous expression of gratitude. And that's the bountifulness of that bounty, of having the time to do the human vibe attunement. So you, know, you can literally, you can spend all of your uh, New Year's Day, or as much as you want, before everybody rushes back into work, you have a weekend even to work through this. It was like so exciting. You can't imagine what it was like going from that journey of a contributor, the ease with which I do international travel, to finding this bountifulness in the bounty that was created from that contributor. It's like it literally makes you feel that you are like a magician. You know, you've, in, and in your hat is a bunny rabbit, a golden scarf, a wand, orchids, anything, you name it, it's there. And actually what happens, this is the bountifulness of this bounty. You know, recognizing that, that expands into, for me, this is what it did. It made me really see the presence of the creator energy expressing through me. So, Notice the bountifulness of your bounty. Now we get to step number five. This is an anchoring step. So I notice the creator energy expressing through me. But I was able to just create some more and some more and some more by just taking one little bounty, experiencing the bountifulness, acknowledging that bountifulness and noticing that I'm creating more bounty with that. And like, like literally a very active, engaged way of working with your mind along with it, presencing it in its regalia, it feels so acknowledged by you. It has no desire to scream and shout and take you in any direction. The mind can just be because the mind chooses to. That's a bountifulness of this bounty arising from the contributor of me having ease in international travel.
And what that led to me, me to realize is when the mind is in that space, where the mind is choosing to just be and it's just being, uh, that's, that's the creator vibe expressing through me. So in this anchoring step, and really all of you, the anchoring step is anchoring the creator. That is you. In noticing the bountifulness in your bounty, you notice the creator, the creator energy expressing through you. And then in the anchoring step is where you, you, you really start anchoring that. Because it was so profound for me to see that all that existed was a realization that I have this gift of doing long distance travel with ease. And you know, something I took so for granted. It was like nothing. I just did it, didn't realize it was a problem for anyone. Until, and so this again is another gift of the crown phenomenon. And you know, if, if there was a very big crowd and some people were talking about the trauma dramas of their travels, they wouldn't even take any notice. But because there isn't that many large gatherings happening, then when you have four or five people that are, get into this discussion about their trauma dramas of traveling, you really take to realize, it got me to realize, wow, I don't have any of this. None of this stuff even occurs to me. So I wouldn't even have discovered this as a contributor to my life. And I would not have, you know, literally this, harnessed or distilled even all of these amazing bountiful experiences. So here in this step, you're anchoring yourself as the creator. When you anchor yourself as a creator, and this is the next step, This step is where you allow yourself to experience the soulful presence that shows up every time and everywhere you show up. And it's an interesting use of phrase, our, the soulful presence of us. You know, we use this phrase in the context of music. It's beautiful, it's soulful. What does that even mean when we use that phrase? 
it's like we get, it's literally like getting tingles all over. You know, you just feel that it's like something so beyond the day-to-day minutiae. When we use this phrase, soulful, something soulful. So this step is like literally stepping into the soulful presence of you. Now here's where you start getting reconnected to some of the core characteristics of your soulful presence. So here are a few characteristics. Limitless, a soul is limitless. A soul is eternal. A soul is indestructible. A soul is formless and therefore very adaptable and agile. And, you know, um, a soul has a knowing, only operates from a knowing. And even in presenting ourselves to the soulful presence of us, you know, I could have said, you know, presence of you as a soul being, but really the phrase that came through the soulful presence of you. You literally take each of these characteristics And now we're going to go into the next step. You take each of these characteristics and you look at, well, if if I was, if I presenced myself as this indestructible, limitless being, what does that make possible? So the next step is taking each of the characteristics of the soulful presence of of you and allowing that to literally speak to you. What if you are presencing the limitless, indestructible, presence of you, what what would that make available? What would that make possible? Look at any other characteristics of of the soul presence. It It is incontaminable. It is not contaminated by anything. It remains in its truth no matter what. And even though we may say, oh, you know, it's affected my soul, it hasn't really, it's just your mind. So with that characteristic, what's possible? What becomes available to you? And the interesting thing is now, this is, this is what I call as beyond visualization. You know, you're already 
you know, recognizing that this that the soulfulness of you means that at every cell you are full of all of these characteristics playing out in their fullness. You just haven't taken the time to harvest what becomes available to you, what becomes possible. And in, in these steps, have I completed all the seven steps, Catherine? Because when I get into the steps, I don't necessarily keep count of what I'm saying. You need to unmute yourself. You have not, Minu. Okay, so, the, so the, this, we've come to six, step number six, right? Yes. Okay, so now you're getting to step number seven. And step number seven is the harvesting. And the harvesting is translating all that you have discovered. Some of it will be in a space of being because when you get to the soulful presencing of you, you're in that state of being and you're, you're um, you know, allowing yourself to receive that which becomes possible, that which becomes available to you. And in the harvesting is where you harvest it. So it's this one thing, things being available and possible, it's another thing, actually taking that and implementing it, enriching your life. Harvesting is all about, <clears throat> if I know all of this was available, I know all of this is possible, what is the logical next step now for me to take? And that's the act of harvesting. And if you just use the same analogy of standing there in front of a field that is, you know, just burgeoning with this very, with this bountiful crop, and you start, and be, you have the workers that come in and start harvesting it, the field starts to look as if it's become barren. But you have a whole pile of nurturing nourishment that is starting to be available to you that you can dip into <clears throat> whenever you want. So this logical next step is, this is an indicator. So let's say when you did your step number six and you found a whole host of things that become available to you, that become possible doors that open up as a result. All you're doing here is just capturing that, capturing that, capturing that. And it's in this harvesting step is where you go into, if I'm taking this piece, what's my logical next step? If I wish to, to utilize, this, is, this piece that has become available to me. If I wish to enact upon what's now visible as possible, what are my logical next steps? And it's, it's that connection 
which is the Harvesting Act. So you will now have, you know, your own bounty of crop. And your crop is all about logical next steps. The nourishment that's going to arise from that is what becomes available, what becomes possible. And you're now ready. Your treasure trove is rich. It's full. So many different types of analogies being used with this one thing. Bounty, harvesting, treasure trove. That they're quite different in their nature and characteristic. And yet at a vibrational level, they really do connect. And you can literally go into your treasure trove or go into your barn that is holding all this wonderful grain of logical next steps and take the step whenever you want. Make it a big one. When you, when you start doing it, make it a, give it a good stretch of time. So that you have, you really fill up your barn with all of this. So that you know whenever you're ready, whenever you choose to, you can go in and you just implement that logical next step. And voila, you have access to all the bounty and its bountifulness. <clears throat> Following this process of harvesting your bounty, you have allowed yourself to be for a long stretch of time in the vibe of what it feels like when you have harvested this bounty. And it's yours. And you're experiencing it. So you've not only created cellular memories, you've anchored them. And when you've anchored them over such a sustained period of time, you know, which is what has happened, I call it the crown phenomenon, as you know, and it, you know, it's, it's, it has been there for a long stretch of time. There are so many aspects of the vibrations of isness, of presence, of connectedness that are anchored. You know, they're not going away. People are not rushing out into the crazy busyness that they were at before all of this began. And you will find that, I mean, that's like the environment out there, which will be a, which will be a source of bounty and lots of bountifulness for each one of us. So you can imagine what's happening with the universe, you know, as you are uplifting and up-leveling your vibe. And remember, 
When you do the lay of the land, like I said, you're looking at everything. So the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, all of it. And, and even though you begin from that, you may have two things good and, and beautiful and the rest all bad by zooming in, zooming in, zooming in, and then working your way through it, you know, coming to harvest time and then doing, performing the act of harvesting. The universe knows unequivocally the moment a bounty is discovered, it's going to get harvested. So it starts to multiply. And that multiplied effect further enhances and enriches the bountifulness. Every step is simple. And when you get to the end of the step, ask yourself, is there anything else? You do it once, it serves you at least for six months, if not more. And there's so much in there that actually is going to continue serving you till the end of your last breath day. But you can repeat this exercise, you know, six months down the line. Don't need to do it any, any, any more frequently than that. You could even do it once a year. I like to, to revisit it at least once a year. I do it, you know, every five to six months. Just because I like to the space that I'm in when I do this work. I love experiencing myself as the creator, as some, a small contribution becomes bountiful. And so, so enriching. As you are, here are a few things to watch out for. So as you are doing these seven steps of harvesting the bounty, if you, if there's a dialogue that comes in, which is, Oh, I'm so fortunate. I'm just using it as an example. I'm so fortunate that I'm here and I can notice all of this amazing experiences that we've had in 2020, you know? Um, but what about all those people that didn't have food to eat? For whom they lost everything that they had accumulated. So when you go into the yes, but space, Don't shut it out. Don't shut it out. You know, it's really important to allow that to flow. Even more important this year, because it is about flowing in flow. And remember, as you are performing these steps, you're just taking the pure action. There isn't any great analysis that you are doing. What, what 
I'm guided to do with these pearls of wisdom is to really get that we just have to presence ourselves and acknowledge the fullness of what's so. The connecting of the dots is all that we are to do. In our acknowledgement of what's so, the energetics of what it is that we are acknowledging multiplies. And as the dots connect, alchemic reactions happen and our intentions are fulfilled. What happens is when we, as humans, rush into doing something, a propensity of fix uh, or a fixation to fix seeps in. And the moment of fixation to fix seeps in, then our energy is flowing towards the problem that requires to be fixed. And the universe starts engaging in that. You do not have the universe present to support you in harvesting your bounty in its fullness. I mean, the universe is this. Some of it is there, but how about just allowing all of it to be there? You hear me say this phrase over and over. There is no carpet. There are no closets. There is nothing to put under So any, any yes, but, however, dot, 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 any of those that come up, you know, just really work with it. Acknowledge it. Twenty twenty one is the year of dignity. Is the year that you, because it is about flowing in flow. What takes our flow away is the lack of honoring of our own worthiness, which is the, that it isn't the loss of, but it is the, the um, you know, forgetting dignity. So by, by going about this, the steps in this way, every step of the way, you are honoring you and your ability to carry out that step fully. And you know, just even when you begin with the first step, the overarching intention is harvesting the bounty. So even connecting to that, that intention, okay, I am now going to go into harvesting the bounty. And then you go through the steps. The universe gets it. Okay, that's the intention. When you discover the creator in you and you start working with that creation as you start multiplying the bountifulness of your bounty, that intention is very clear. Everything is moving like a pincer movement towards that intention. So some of you may have, uh, may have heard me talk about 
um, you know, when I embarked on, um, you know, the work that I'm doing now, you know, which is uh, my, my business partner and I, Gaurav Gupta and myself, that we decided we we're going to really create this playing field of extraordinary results for business. And we started working on that. Uh, he'd been in, in business for many years and had pretty substantial organizations and work that he was doing in action. And so had I. I had just come from having initiated the various ecosystems, having done the anchored or seeded the world uh, dignity movement. So there was so much from our past legacy, which was very rich, that we brought into this partnership. And it was very clear to us as we were embarking on playing out our gig for this time in our life. He says, humans and humanity anchored in whole and complete, and mine is expecting and accepting miracles as the norm. We knew that so much of our legacy needed to be put away. So, you know, we, we didn't know we were applying this process at the time, but we did. And we really did go into, you know, all that was available to us, the logical next step. And I, we call it like we put these projects in cold storage. So the freshness will be maintained whenever we wish to take it out and utilize it. So in some ways, when you get apply these steps and you get to a point where you've got your collection of logical next steps for all of those different pieces that become available and become possible for you, and you then put that away to one side and you can choose, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take these two logical next steps. Now I'm gonna take this one today or I'm gonna take this one this month or this week. You know what's going to unfold, which is what you have already said is available and accessible to you. But you don't, you know, you've already harvested all of the bounty. So that's there in your grain store. And you've put it in such a way that all of its nourishment is intact. And you can choose to nurture yourself with it when you choose to do that. So that's harvesting the bounty. So we have a, a few minutes left, Catherine. Thank you, Minu. That was uh, quite amazing to hear and so appropriate with 2021 right here, right in front of us. Um, I think we're all ready to harvest the bounty <laughs> after what we have um, been through with 2020, both the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful. Um, and I know we have a few people that were on earlier, and I'm not sure if uh, you have time to do a transmission. Would you like me to? So, uh, uh, um, we have this? about nine minutes, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Great, so I mean, I, I always tune in Catherine, so I'm just gonna tune in. Awesome. Bring in the person and, and see what shows up. And really what I'm sharing here for you, and uh, this will be particularly focused on folks from the United States because you are still in New Year's Eve mode um, so that you get to hear the gift of 2020 for you that you are taking forward. So I'm just going to allow myself to go and I'm, and you know, Vince, 
Okay. So this is the transmission about the gift of 2020 for you that is available for you to leverage and work with. Well, so the gift of 2020 for you, Vince, is you. It's like finding you. You found you in 2020. So the gift of 2020 is you. And this thing that we have just done, the harvesting your bounty, apply this on you. There is so much that makes up that which defines you, that which is a reflection of your presence, the you-ness in you, everything you know, including some of the German characteristics as well as, um, you know, the, the flamboyance of California. All of that. Look at it in a full spectrum wavens. You know, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, and environmental, all of it. And there's a piece that you may not notice, which is important when you, when you go in and look at how do I work with this gift of me? It's going to be the gift of you that you deposited and delivered in various relationships. You're pretty good at distilling that which you received from others. And when I'm saying, you know, the gift of 2020 to you is you, I want you to add to your list of things that you look at, which is what's the gift that you delivered or deposited in your various relationships? Some that are current, some that are in the past. Okay. And I invite you to do this in, in, in five year stretches. So in the last five years, what are the key relationships that I'm present in? That some exist and some don't exist. Some exist in a different form to the way they were before. You know, really acknowledge all of those and look at what's the gift of me that I, I deposited there for that, that relating to be enriched. In your acknowledgement will come your ability to leverage this gift of you. You're so welcome. <laughs> I love sharing this work. It's so wonderful. Um, Stephen, uh, the gift of 2020 for you 
is the gift of whole and completeness. I mean, you just made it so that you could recognize that experience. 2020 delivered. It literally was like, you know, all your life up to this point in time was like this, this theorem, you know, mathematical theorem that was playing out, you know? And in, in, in 2020, towards the end of it, the, the theorem is solved, whole and completeness anchored, received, present, QED, done. So 2021 begins with you stationed in whole and complete in a way that it's your anchor. Literally, it's this, the stationing in whole and complete, such a phenomenal gift from 2020. All your roots have completely transformed from being you know, porous or not having sufficient integrity in your trunk because the root system was uh, you know, rotting a little bit based on past experiences, all of that's corrected. 2020 rectified all of that. And that's the gift of you. So you can literally, you have your root systems, they can go deep, they can go expansive, capture whatever nourishment or resources that are needed, you know, and your trunk is solid. The health in your in the leaves that are now that are sprouting are pretty amazing. You will notice huge shifts that'll start to occur. And the key thing is to maintain that discernment of what it is that you're choosing to give your energy to. So that by the time you get to the middle of spring next year, you're in full bloom. So there is a, a calling to apply discernment to your choices. <laughs> wow, so great, Stephen. And vibrationally, by the way, you're about at least 15 years, your vibrational age is 15 years younger than when you enter 2020. So you will feel a surge in vibrant vitality. You know, the dynamism that you, that you had when you first took on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be one of the key vessels of the realization of um, Bucky Fuller's vision for our world. That type of dynamism and the vitality to go with it, you will start experiencing that flow. Many things that were curveballs, even if they come, they won't feel anything. Because like you've grown so much that something that might have felt like a huge curveball that took you off, well, is actually a tiny little pebble that you, know, you don't even notice. Wow, what a yummy, yummy experience in 2021.
Minu, we probably have time for only one more. I know we're at time, but a lot of people sitting on pins and needles <laughs> wondering. <laughs> so maybe if you wanted to call on one more. Um, you know, the one that I'm being drawn to is Dawn Hudson. Um, so Dawn, the, the gift of 2020 for you is the gift of love. And it's the love that converts life into aliveness. And it's, a it's the love that arises from within you and is so all-encompassing that it spreads to the one you love and comes back to you multiplied, multiple fold. And the end, the, you know, the, the result is loveliness. So you literally cross the threshold into 2021. And it is the loveliness of 2021 that is going to play out as long as you keep your finger on the pulse and stay in your flow. On Saturday morning, I'm going to be doing a very specific session and I'm going to do the, these sessions throughout January when I start talking about 2021. So connect with what I'm saying and allow an understanding that emerges from this piece of information I've just given you, that the gift of 2020 is love. And it expands and grows into a loveliness that you take into 2021. And over to you, Catherine, um, to invite people to share their closing words. Yes, thank you. Thank you all. And here we are on the eve, 2021. We're ready to bring it in. So whatever you are present to right now, if you would like to share that, I know I'm present to miracles. Miracles abound in many, many ways. And here's to 2021. So please share your words and I'll read those to me new. So Danette, love. Anchored in love. Beautiful. Joyful change. Lori, I love that. I think we're all ready for a little change. A wholesome new world. Right on, Rennell. With that, it's time to anchor in that wholesomeness and, you know, get into your celebrations. And we have a few more words coming in. We knew love and connectedness. We love this group so much. Thanks for bringing us together in 2020. I could not agree more. Gratitude, 
a beautiful life, magical. And I met my soulful nature yesterday. It was so deep and pure and shy miracles. Wow, Mary, beautiful. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, indeed, coherence, majestic miracles. I think we all need to give ourselves like a huge high 10 for bringing in. We made it through 2020 and here's to 2021. <laughs> yeah. Thank you all. Thank you. Um, so join me on Saturday, uh, the first of the four sessions that I'm going to do on, on, on everything you want to know about 2021 and the energies of 2021. So that will be at 7.30 Pacific time, um, 3.30 Mary for you in the UK, and it is uh, 7.30 p.m. for me here. Nine you do that for Sunday? Is that this Sunday? Saturday, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. On meditation, during okay. that time, I'm going to be talking about 2021. So that I believe is 9 p.m. in India, 7.30 p.m. for me here in UAE, um, 3.30 for you, Mary, and 7.30 Pacific time. East Coast, you can translate easily. So thank you all for being here, and I will see you in a couple of days, and next, or I'll see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love you. So much gratitude for each and bye. every one of you. Happy New Year. Bye, Mino. Love you all. Thank you. Bye, Mino. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Nancy, and to Bill also, and everybody that I know in Colorado in Boulder particularly. Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you, Minu. Welcome. Thank you, Minu and everybody. Oh my gosh, how exciting to see you here. I can't see you, but we can, I can feel your energy. So Happy New Year to you too. Lisa is a wizard queen. <laughs> She just connects with all these amazing wizards of technology and well-being. Mm. She's the scientist that evaluates them, um, you know, for these companies and these inventors. So happy to have her here. Phyllis, it's time. My my alchemy. I can now feel it. It's the in the air. So call me as soon as you want me, New, and we can get that going. Indeed, indeed. Thank you. I'm excited for you. <laughs> I'm excited for all of us. So much positive change. And I love how you always say, ease, grace, and joy. May we all have that. Yes. Along with much love and abundance. <laughs> so it is. Lovely to see your bright, glowing face, Kath Kathleen. Kathy. Happy New Year. Thank you, thank you, thank you. To everyone, it's beautiful. Indeed. What a session to start the new year. Happy 2021.
Yes. All abundance, all abundance to all. <laughs> Indeed. So happy to be a part of this family. It's it actually has somewhat changed my life, Manu. Thank you. I feel it. Thank you for the great job you've done throughout the whole year, Manel, really, with this group. Yeah. Thank you so much from all our hearts to yours. Thank you. And, you know, deep gratitude to you, Catherine, for just stepping forward and, you know, yes, starting you. this thank journey you. of hosting these. Mm -hmm. We've just kept at it no matter what. <laughs> COVID, no COVID, lockdown, no lockdown, whatever. I think we're pros at lemon into lemonade, right? <laughs> and this was quite a dose of lemonade. And thank you all. I mean, what a soul family we have. There's just no accidents. They were all here. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Catherine, thank you, Manu, for your leadership and guidance and for everybody for our journey together. It's been wonderful. Gratefully received, Mary, and I really thank Mr. Crown. <laughs> <laughs> to go through 2020 with such ease, grace, ease and grace, Manu, it's been a journey, a wonderful journey. Yes, it has. And, and remember, holographically, even those that have gone through some distress and some have gone through severe distress, you know, I'm, I'm very present and absolutely not oblivious to so many families who have an empty seat on their dinner tables. Um, mm -hmm. Very, very, very present to that. And I'm also very present to... Thank you very much. Made, of course, and honoring their choice. So thank you all for playing your part and showing up, you know. And with that, I'm ready to complete this meeting. Thank you. Thank you.